Mission Chats with John Crow. This episode is part two of my conversation with my friend, Mike Allbutt. He works in Mexico with Christian Surfers International. I hope you'll enjoy this chat about what the organization does and Mike's part in that and his experience in missions. Well, I'd love to hear if you can uh, just give us a little snapshot of the organization that you're a part of. Uh, I think it'd be maybe interesting for some of our listeners uh, to <laughs> hear a little bit more about that ministry. As a family, we're part of the Pioneers Mission Agency, mm-hmm. but our group that we're working with is Christian Surface International. Mm-hmm. It's a ministry that was started in the early 80s, late 70s, and has now, it's about 40 countries. They could be in a lot more countries, and in the next few years, the, as a mission group, we're wanting to, to grow it into many, many more countries with lots of groups in each country as well. Mm-hmm. The strategy, as I find, is beneficial for our country, is to equip every follower to reach a handful of people. And I just go, look, who are three people mm-hmm. that you can reach? And in other countries, as opposed to Mexico, they regularly have traditional outreach events. So they're connected with the community, mm-hmm. um, supporting the the surfing activities that are in the local areas. And just sharing Jesus and inviting people to come follow Jesus, come to an activity. Uh, it might be a camp. It might be a surf trip somewhere else away from they normally are. Okay. Come to a, a weekly Bible study. Mm-hmm. And they, those sorts of activities are pretty, I say casual, but it's come as you are. Right. And it's not normally in a traditional church setting or a church hall. It's normally at someone's house around a barbecue, right. um, talking about surfing but those that are followers of Jesus are capable of sharing mm-hmm. their life before Jesus, how they came to faith and why they follow Jesus. Right. Inviting people to do the same. There's lots of people who use recreational activities as an escape and mm-hmm. surfing is one of them. They, they want to build their identity because they they have issues of who they are. They want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And surfing is a pretty much anywhere in the world. It's a sport that people seem to admire. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, I've met the best in the world, um, have conversations with them. They're just like the rest of us. Right. They have the same sorts of issues in life. They just happen to be, their paycheck comes from the companies of the clothing products that we like to wear. Right. Uh, yep. Sponsored people. And no matter where you go, they've got certain brands, but these people are, it's just a job for them. Mm-hmm. These, yeah. So when you have those conversations, you find that they've got the same issues in life. Mm-hmm. And so if a lot of them for various reasons won't come to an activity, and that's right. why we changed a bit of our strategy as a, in, in our local country of Mexico to not do as many events, but just to empower people mm-hmm. to do personal evangelism to the people that they interact with. Mm-hmm. Still have activities pretty much a few times a week and but but every believer has been trained um, to to utilize those times when they're with their the people that they surf with. Mm-hmm. So surfers go all around the world. So right. you can equip them with their story, God's story, and some of the um, how to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. They can take the the message of the gospel into places where it often won't be. It hasn't arrived yet, or or often won't be accepted by other people cruising in. No, that's great. 
I always like to also ask my guests, how would you describe missions from your own personal experience? Yeah, John, that's an interesting question. How would I describe missions? Missions is Jesus asks us to, to go and take the message mm-hmm. that he's given us to other people. It's a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, the mission itself is not always easy, but it's at the end of the day, it's it was worth it. Often we might use the word to go on a trek or a mission. It's it's difficult, mm-hmm. but it's definitely worthwhile. So there's the the moments and you're going, I over this activity. Right. I don't want to keep doing this anymore. It's like going for a, a hike up and you're walking through the bush until you get to the top of it. Apart from surfing, I've recently been um, getting involved in the gravel mountain biking scene here in our town okay. and uh, been going in a few bike races right. and some of those times when you it's a mission definitely right. a mission to, to go some of these things you want to give up but then sure at the end of the day at the end of the activity you go most of the time i go that was worth it right sometimes <laughs> it's hard but you just you keep signing up again for the next bike race or or you you go back paddling out again after getting some waves and um, sometimes it's it can be sad and frustrating, but it's it's following the, the instructions that they get you where you need to go. So yeah, that's probably how I describe missions. Missions is for everyone. Right. It's not just for those who want to obey Jesus more than others. We're all supposed to be doing it. I love the way that you've been able to do that using activities that you really enjoy. And it's kind of neat to hear, uh, thinking back when we knew each other in Australia, you know, you used to ride your bike a lot then as well, uh, I guess probably more on the street side of things, but fun to hear that you're sort of circled back to that part of your, uh, <laughs> interests as well. And I love too the way you, you know, use surfing and that you're able to use that as a platform uh, to share the gospel and, and to be the hands and feet of Jesus as well. One of the the reasons I, after mm-hmm. actually leaving the bike Australia for more than ten years, right, and then acquiring another one was that there's not all our family mm-hmm. um, around the beach, but my older son started to wanted to ride a bike, and so I bought him one. I bought myself one, and I enjoyed it. But then I found that there's a whole group of, let's say, mountain bikers, cyclists, and yeah. there was no possible presence in them. There's quite a few dozen. Yeah, maybe 50, 60 cyclists in our town. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, there's four Christians. Mm-hmm. So like surfers, the cyclists need Jesus. Right. They live far from God. They're using products in their lives that that doesn't help them mm-hmm. improve their lives. Right. Um, yeah, social activities that that just not helping. It's not building their, their families. Mm-hmm. And it's taking them down a, a road that that's not going to be beneficial. So that's why... I I do it. Yeah. It's not just about I enjoy the the cycling activity of sure. it, but it's a, being obedient to Jesus and taking the gospel where it's it's not because I probably felt that pretty much after a lot of years here, pretty much most of the surfers who are locals mm-hmm. have heard the gospel and are aware of it. Okay. But then we the the cycling weren't so well not say put the surfers on hold. Right. But we're still there multiple times during the week, but mm-hmm. um Surfing is my job and cycling is my recreation. There you go. So. <laughs> All right. 
This is actually what I tell people. Yeah, yeah no, that's great. And I think that's a great uh, you know challenge for all of us, whatever, you know, wherever we are, there are groups like this that maybe have a similar interest that we have uh, that allows us to, yeah, to be a, a gospel influence in them. So uh, I love to hear that too. And then lastly, I'd love to hear what you would tell someone who's uh, considering maybe getting into full-time missions, uh, if you want to call it paid missions or, you know, that type of a thing. What would you uh, advise or counsel someone? Let's say it's a young person who hears your story and like, man, I'd love to be, you know, involved in something like that. What would you advise them? Probably a few things. Start reading your Bible every day. Read a few chapters a week. Read about Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Find a reading plan that'll help you read the Bible in a year. Read the life of Jesus without too many commentaries of other books or other sermons. Just start reading it. And what did he do? What did his disciples do? What should I be doing? Mm. That would be a good start. Yes, getting some training is good, mm-hmm. but hands-on, actually just start sharing what you know with people. So we encourage people to just start. Mm-hmm. And most people, I don't, from being here and but having done let's say seminary studies mm-hmm. i'd probably advise most people to just being a disciple and make disciples and if you still need extra assistance for depending on where you need to go or what you're going to do then you might consider going and getting some a bit of paper that tells you that you or other people that you can be official pastor right. um, i get asked regularly to to do certain things and i have the ability i don't have the bit of paper to say that i have that qualification but i've got the ability so i really encourage people just to start using what they know you probably don't need more information you just need more practice in doing it so go and start doing it find a group of people start going uh, write down a list of 10 people that you know 30 people 100 people and just go and start sharing the gospel with them Right. So seriously, write down a list of people that you know, and on, on that list, just write down, do they know Jesus? Do they not know Jesus? And if you don't know, go and present Jesus to them. Mm-hmm. And from there, you should get a, a handful of people that you can start to to guide spiritually, reading the scripture and going, okay, what are the commands that Jesus said to do? Because in Matthew 28, the last couple of verses, he says, go and, hey, disciples, Go and teach his people how to obey me. Hmm. Obey the commands I've taught you. So what were those commands? That's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, there'll be other themes that come up in training and stuff and other questions, but don't go not sharing and being scared to go and have a go because Jesus made it pretty clear. Just teach them my commands. Read the scripture, look for the commands and start sharing with people. And people will start to understand or you will start to understand the kingdom of God. Mm. Jesus told his disciples to go out and find people looking for the kingdom of God, announce the kingdom of God is near, where to be doing the same. Most people don't want to go and share or guide or lead because they think they have to go to a facility for six months, couple of years. I, from life on the field, um, I would say, no, you don't. Just find a few people, pray that God will bring those people to you and then start teaching those ones mm-hmm. to, to follow Jesus. So I have one, I am one person. I have three people and I teach those three people to go and find three more people. Right. And without, a, without a short amount of time and numbers wise, you're actually touching lots of people. Right. So there's all sorts of examples, illustrations I often use for that. 
but that would be one. The second thing is that start praying and gathering with people. That's the three things. Yeah. Um, so surfer, most people have seen a surfboard and on a normal surfboard, they have three fins. The center fin I describe as the meet with other people. Mm-hmm. You need to have a fin. You can ride a surfboard with single fin like that, but it's much better if you have a three fin board. It just maneuvers well. And that the other two fins are reading scripture, good intake of scripture, or listening to the Bible, not sermons, but just intake of scripture and meditation. And then the other one is a prayer life. Mm-hmm. So praying about things for yourself, for other people, and other issues. Yeah. And that would be the three things that help you and other people maneuver in life like a surfboard. Right. Um, it's, to, it's to move around. It's not just to lie on. And so that yeah. was a, that's a, an example that I would say to other people, right. start doing stuff yeah. and God will open the doors. No, that's great. And while, you know, in theory, that sounds pretty simple and straightforward, I know in reality, actually doing that well <laughs> takes, yeah, takes focus, takes effort. Um, so that's a good challenge for all of us, I think. But yeah, especially for those who may be considering how to get involved full-time themselves. Those are some straightforward things to get going with. Well, Mike, I've really uh, enjoyed catching up and hearing more of your story. And, you know, I follow your newsletters and things like that, of course. So I've been part of the journey in that sense. Uh, but it's great to hear a little bit more about what you're doing and how the Lord's using you there. Uh, is there anything else you want to share with uh, those listening before we wrap this one up? It's been good to chat. One of the the ways that I've, after being a disciple and making a disciple and doing this, I've wanting to multiply and expand what I'm doing. So I've, in spare moments, have been working towards uh, developing and putting some of these, the things that I've shared here on a, on a website. And it's imakedisciples.info. Okay. So that's a way that I'm getting stuff out. So I'm not sending text messages or little WhatsApp messages to all the new people that I keep meeting. So putting the resources out that I found useful that I use yep. and, and to empower other people to, to do it. So I make disciples.info and, and also using doing that in Spanish as a Spanish sure. version of it. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I'll link through to that and yeah, organization websites uh, in the show notes as well. So people can click through and uh, find out a little more. Well, Mike, thanks so much for your time and been great to hear, as I said, uh, what the Lord's used you and your family for in this season there in Mexico. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for listening to Mission Chats. As always, I appreciate your help to share this podcast with those you know who might enjoy it. You can do that by sharing the URL, missionchats.com, or with the share function in the podcast platform you use. Find us online at missionchats.com.